Magic Without Fears, Hermetic Podcast. I'm your host, Frater R.C. For more and exclusive episodes, visit magicwithoutfears.com. Thank you for your support. Without Fears, Hermetic Podcast. I'm your host, Frater R.C. For more and exclusive episodes, visit magicwithoutfears.com. Thank you for your support. Life, Chapter 8. When you know who you are, when your mission is clear and you burn with the inner fire of unbreakable will, no cold can touch your heart, no deluge can dampen your purpose, you know you are alive. Chief Seattle, 1786 to 1866, Native American chief of the, I can't pronounce that, the Kua Du Absh or Suquamish tribe. I'm uh, evacuated, but returning later today, so forgive the ambient noise and all that, but I'm going to keep on trucking as I always do. In the timeless philosophy of the universal Kabbalah, all things are created equal. God is all that is, and everything is sacred. Life itself is divine. Life recreates itself anew throughout endless ages. All existences arise and are recycled within the one life. Each creation is unique, never to be repeated. It is mind-expanding to think about these teachings, but we can never fully grasp or explain life. The Kabbalah says that even life does not fully know itself, for it is infinitely creative. There is no ending, no completion. Life goes on forever. If it didn't, it would not be divine. If you do not believe in God, please check in with how you define God. Does your definition say that God is other than yourself? Or anything scary? Hell? Or anything that makes you feel diminished and not good enough? Sinful? If so, the philosophy of the universal Kabbalah could be very good news for you. It reminds me of uh, one of my mentors, Dr. Sally McFaig, would uh, often talk about this in, in theology courses, that the theology is thinking about God, essentially. And everyone has a theology, even if you think there is no God that is still thinking about God. So it's, um, it's about interpretation. This philosophy is not something you believe. It is a worldview in which life is one, and therefore every single part belongs and is intrinsic to the whole, which is precious, magical, and divine. If you agree with this viewpoint, you can relax about yourself and everything. All that is, 
is the Kabbalah's name for God. Every little particle has a righteous place in existence. Simply put, life is God. God is life. That is a very different definition of God compared to religions that make a supreme being appear to be separate from creation. The Kabbalah's major name for God is that which was, is, and ever shall be. This phrase is a translation of the Tetragrammaton, or name of four letters, page 100. That is, of course, beyond our human understanding. However, an additional extremely important teaching says that although we cannot know the great mystery of life, we can consciously be it. We will always be alive. Quote, You have to get used to the fact that you are going to live forever. Jason Lauderhand, the spoken Kabbalah. And that, of course, is Arissa's mentor, who was the protege of Paul Foster Case, and uh, she recorded their many years of interactions and lessons in the Spoken Kabbalah, which you can still get online. Contemplate the way a butterfly comes to be. If you have never studied this fascinating topic, a little research is recommended. Briefly, here's the miraculous process. Hatching from a teensy butterfly egg, a caterpillar starts eating its way along a plant with absolutely no idea of a greater life. One day, the caterpillar gets the message from Mother Nature to spin a cocoon around itself. This cozy chamber stays on the plant through the winter. During this period, the original creature has a total meltdown and becomes mush. Then a chrysalis forms. Then a pupa. Pupa? Finally, at just the right moment, the cocoon opens and a butterfly slowly crawls out. It must dry in the sun. Never touch a newly hatched butterfly. It gains strength from filling its own needs in cooperation with nature. Up and away flies the new creature. You may or may not be surprised that the stages of a butterfly's incarnation have direct similarities to the stages of alchemy. As above, so below. Quote, Again and again, amid the changing scenes of the day, call the picture of the magician to mind. He is yourself, separating the subtle from the gross, the meaning from the superficial sensations. You are like him, for every thought and action of your day is actually without any figure of speech whatever. A transformation of the hidden force of the one thing into some special manifestation within the range of your senses. Furthermore, furthermore, the conscious life manifesting through you is continually transforming the conditions of your environment. Watch closely, therefore, until you begin to see clearly that even now cosmic magic is really at work through every moment of your waking existence. Paul Foster Case, Tarot Revelations. How to make the most of your life. Treat your life as very precious and also important in ways unknown to you. Your unique contribution to the wholeness of the self has nothing to do with ego, but rather your relationship with all life everywhere. Next, each person incarnates on earth for a specific agreed-upon purpose. Before being born, we sign a contract. 
If we do not accomplish our purpose, we must keep incarnating in similar situations until the contract is fulfilled. Each embodied soul has a guardian angel and all sorts of inner planes helpers who try to steer us toward fulfillment of our purpose. In your occult diary, from your heart, write down what you feel is your true purpose for being born on earth at this time. Write in present tense as though it is being fulfilled right now. Make your self-declaration as beautiful as you can. And don't let any ego fear enter the proceedings. That's actually a beautiful exercise. Wow. Create your ideal life. Once you set down the basic idea as outlined above, go on to describe what you envision for your highest happiness. Of course, your true heart's desire will never conflict with the rights of others. Feel into that space and time when you signed your heavenly contract. The agreement is about being and doing, not so much about having. Your age has nothing to do with this ex exercise. You are a divine individual of infinite creativity. Enjoy yourself. Next. Every day, do something in alignment with your purpose. Next. As you go about your daily life, always affirm the highest good and the most fulfillment for yourself and all other beings. Next, look for and appreciate all the wonders of life. Nine, light. Quote, we are one with the infinite sun forever and ever and ever. A chant meant to be sung over and over. Behold the sun god, a colossal ocean of consciousness, 1,392,000 kilometers wide. Roiling with huge waves of pure starlight, every particle of this great being is moving, shining, and glowing. He never stops emitting sparks, beams, and flares of unimaginable intensity. Pulsing with super-powerful heartbeats, the beautiful star at the heart of our solar system thrills to the beat of the one heart of all. Blessings of love swell up in that ocean of consciousness and roll out on the shores of creation, singing the song of life. Planet Earth and all her creatures are born of this song. This paean to our day star attempts to show why ancient peoples worshipped the sun, it seems logical to appreciate the glorious source of our life. Humanity has been misled into thinking we are the epitome of creation, superior to and more conscious than the rest of nature. Therefore, it is okay to take and use or abuse any part of it we like. Fostered by dark forces that fear the light, this view of ourselves blocked us off from communication with the sun and almost killed our Mother Earth. These are the times of a complete turnaround in our thinking and behavior, and a complete healing of our planet. Today we are beginning to remember why native peoples the world over always revere the sun. Throughout the ancient world, even in sophisticated cultures such as Athens and Rome, the sun was saluted as an important deity. 
He was named Helios in Greece and Sol in Rome. Then humans were taught to regard the sun as just a big ball of fire with no consciousness. Thankfully, hermetic wisdom has always recognized the divine life-giving nature of light. Quote, In the Kabbalah, sun energy is different from the scientific definition. It's a dogma of occultism that the chain of sun energy, which comes into our bodies all the time, actually contains the inner light. Illumination is everyone's birthright. Jason Lauderhand, The Spoken Kabbalah. Here is an important fact to remember about the sun. Light is continuous. When we are feeling sunlight on our bodies, we are actually being touched by the sun. Our whole solar system exists within the body of our conscious being named soul. One designation for this great light body is the heliosphere, body of the sun, within which we live and move and have our being. That's interesting, that last bit, which we live and move and have our being, is a line that Sally McFaig, Dr. Sally McFaig, used to say all the time. I believe it's a reference or a rendition of uh, either Augustine, Augustine, or Irenaeus uh, from a biblical idea. I'm, I have to double check. But it's very cool to hear Granny Rainbow saying something similar. Take this understanding a step further and ponder the truth that the light of the one life, sometimes called the great central sun, fills every bit of space and matter throughout the infinite cosmos. Not only is light a symbol of self-consciousness awareness on the tree of life, light actually is consciousness itself. Where there is light, there is life and consciousness and vice versa. Everything on our planet is made of conscious living light. The Kabbalah teaches that all existence is alive. And the most astounding fact of all, the living light is responsive to human thought. It can take any form you can imagine. When you use your powers of imagination, you are working with light in what many people call your mind's eye. This third eye in your mind can form very detailed images, pictures created by inner light. The light receptors in the brain do not differentiate between images projected upon it by outer light or inner light. To that mechanism, all the images it sees are real. Spiritual visions seen by the third eye are very real experiences. This is very much echoing Steiner's uh, beliefs and convictions about imagination being a sense and faculty like any other human sense, and perhaps the most important. The more you, the magician alchemist, focus on an image of what you want to manifest, the more you call it into being. Part of this kind of mental magic is the feeling stimulated by the image. If it makes you delighted, delighted, that energy will increase the life power in the image. High magic makes use of the inner light to imagine and create what one's realized self is being, feeling, seeing, and doing. Positive feelings and thoughts are full of light, alchemical gold. Emotional and mental negativity is dense and heavy, alchemical lead. It is important to realize we always have the opportunity in every situation to choose a positive response to whatever is happening. Worry, 
fear, self-pity, condemnation of self or others, this could be a very long list. But you can dispense with the whole pile of negativity by a simple smile. The ego wallows in, oh, poor me. Your true self draws forth the light of life in all beings and situations. When we care, light is there for all to share. One life, one light, and one love are the source of everything. The original Holy Trinity contains the basic energy, thought, and material of which all things are made. By the magic of the self, these cosmic powers can be transformed into absolutely anything. You can use the source force to create the most wonderfully enlightened life you can possibly imagine. Quote, I look forward with confidence to the perfect realization of the eternal splendor of the limitless life. An affirmation from the pattern on the trestle board received from the inner school by Paul Foster Case. End quote. As your realization becomes clearer and clearer, you will come to understand that you have been called to this work, the work of mental and physical transmutation, which Hermes termed the operation of the sun. They who persist in it arrive at the goal of illumination and experience the liberation that comes with enlightenment. Paul Foster Case, Tarot Revelations, and the operation of the sun is indeed a line from the Emerald Tablet, the Tabula Smeraldina. How to increase the light in your mind and body. Memorize the following statement by Patanjali. Repeat it to yourself as you visualize light in and around yourself. Send light out to all beings, just as soul does. Feel the peace of your light-filled self. By meditation upon light and upon radiance, knowledge of the self can be reached. Thus, peace can be achieved. Patanjali, 2nd century BCE, Patanjali's Yoga Aphorisms. Next, Danian Brinkley was killed by lightning, twice. Read his book about his near-death experiences, which transformed him from a terrible bully into a sincerely loving man. Saved by the light, the true story of a man who died twice and the profound revelations he received. I believe there's also a film of that, if I'm not mistaken, with uh, Eric Roberts, which I saw when I was young. It was very inspiring. Next. Fear, born of ignorance, is darkness. Truth is light. Really listen consciously to the internal dialogue of the ego mind. Recognize the fear voice. Do not take it seriously. Step back from it and see it as a program, a mechanism. You have a mind. You are not your mind. Next. When you notice your mind drifting, direct it to light-filled thoughts, especially images of your true heart's desires, not ego's desires. Next. All life on earth is supported by our sun. Get out in sunshine and feel the light. Talk to our Father in heaven and listen for a reply. Next. Imagine a brilliant sun shining in your heart, giving life and warmth to the world.
Hi, I'm Granny Rainbow. Thanks for listening to my friend Frater RC read from my out-of-print book, High Magic, How to Turn Your Lead into Gold. Hermetic Science Enterprises is a publishing company based in Scotland, UK, that specializes in Western esoteric printed literature as well as educational videos. With various imprints under its belt, its roster consists of grimoire tradition literature, alchemical works, Golden Dawn tradition books, and the several texts and videos originally belonging to the philosophers of nature. Besides its downloadable videos and standard hardcover edition books, Hermetic Science Enterprises also produces beautiful and precious limited fine edition books that are true pieces of art. For more information to order any of its products, please visit www.hermeticscienceenterprises.co.uk that's hermeticscienceenterprises.co.uk. And as a lot of you know, I've uh, talked with the publisher Lenny on the podcast before, including a six-hour epic uh, extended version on the Patreon, and uh, seen the fine edition of his new grimoire of Scott's Discovery of Witchcraft, which is only available for purchase up to 50 limited copies uh, till the end of May, I believe. So check it out now. HermeticScienceEnterprises.co.uk